praised be Jesus Christ. There is and forever. Christ is the Savior. If he loves me, I will do whatever he asks me to do. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to our pilgrimage. I hope you enjoy yourselves prayerfully while you're here. And tomorrow, I'll put out the First relics of the Blessed Virgin Mary and the side altar over there to Our Lady of the Mothers. <clears throat> My dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We have this pilgrimage once a year for a couple of reasons. One is to get help to help us get the grounds and everything in order. But the other is to point out our Blessed Lady Mary, Help of Mother. Uh, and to encourage everybody, men and women, children, everybody, to seek her aid. And if you uh, receive the miracle, we would like it reported to us. No one can understand what it is to be a mother until he becomes one. And no child can appreciate a mother unless the mother's heart is tender toward the child. Those things happen through the Holy Spirit process for every Virgin Mary. She conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. She is the spouse of the Holy Spirit, the daughter of the Father, and the mother of the Son. No one has ever been quite like her. During this Easter season, we read the Gospel of John, the Gospel of Love. This whole Gospel in chapter 22, our Lord walks into the room. Also in that chapter, says his words to the apostles. He asked her to take her as his mother, her, her mother. And also, a very unusual request that they take her into her, his care. Their care. 
other words, all those children of the church should have particular dedication and care of the Holy Spirit Prophet. It's a wonderful thing that Lord Jesus himself commended us to his mother and her to our care. I'm afraid that uh, we have not taken those words seriously. We live in very perilous times now. And across the globe, all over, especially Christians are under persecution. We have to ask ourselves, why are we under persecution? I think because we have not taken our Lord's words in John's Gospel to heart and to love and to supreme dedication. As you know or you don't know, the monks of this monastery are hesitous. It means we should be quiet so we can pray better. Be quiet. The hesitus is dedicated to the prayer of the heart. The heart we participate in the love of God is the heart of Christ. If God has given you a heart, it's the most important part of your body. Other things can get sick. Other things can be harmed. But you still can live. Similarly, if your heart is hurt because of lack of participation in the life of the heart of Christ, you'll be greatly harmed. To do that means you give quality time to God every day. churches are failing because of the lack of prayer. I believe your life will fail with lack of prayer. I believe you cannot achieve salvation without prayer. We need to follow the church, especially the early church, there were certain things that marked them which we sort of ignore. They have become intellectual Catholics, worrying about dogmas of the church, and they are important. But you can know the theology book in and out and still go to hell. If your heart is not worshiping God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, 
It is hard to worship God with your heart because it has to be dedicated to prayer. And it's painful to live such a life. Monks and monasteries have a wonderful opportunity, but there is also pain in their life. Pain with their own personal sins. Pain with the neglect of the rules. The pain of neglecting prayer. The pain of not hearing the voice of God through the gospel and in their heart. I'm afraid you two beautiful people suffer more from that than we do. Because we know that we are sinners. So minimalism has entered the Catholic Church. Well, we go to church on Sunday and they don't look the kind of way at it all the time. Say so your morning offering, your evening prayer. I don't think that's sufficient. When you were a little baby, your parents brought you to the church. They wanted to do away with sin, original sin, which meant make sure you had the life of God in you, the life of grace. And you received that. But that was incomplete. You were also chrismated. And in chrismation, the royal gifts were given of faith, hope, and charity. They are planted like a seed. And the priest warns the parents that to take care that this beautiful seed a gift from God would grow in the child for the child through the witness and prayer of the parents will have a child have a chance for salvation and to ensure that because you have those royal gifts of faith, hope and charity infused in you you go to the Holy Eucharist where we receive Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. If Jesus Christ is there, so is the Father and the Holy Spirit. And you are Trinitarian sons and daughters of God. Think about it. Because the Lord Jesus was conceived of the womb of the Virgin Mary when she said, let it be done to me according to thy will. Everything we do must not be our choice, but must be the will of God for us. In the church today, there's a great dearth. Churches are closing, being sold, left out. People, how 
tell me they're Catholic, but you don't go to church. Who are they harming? The heart of Christ. They're hurting people. As you grow more mature in life, you'll learn a few things. You'll learn, number one, first of all, that you're going to be hurt just if you don't pray. The people you love will hurt you the most if they don't pray. And above all, gradually, you realize that you're dying. Gradually. And you rush to all specialists and all sorts of people who you think can help you. They cannot. Maybe they can keep the pain away. But you've got to remember you go away to new life with death. The death of Jesus on the cross and our joining him in that. And the monk makes his vows, his song vows. He receives the paramount. It's a poetry way of the rest of his life. And on that cross, it says, my body is the body of Jesus. If the monk sings, it's effective, as your sins are but he offends directly the body of Jesus. We must go back to the foot of the cross and ask ourselves who can aid us in this journey? The prayer of the mother of God. She stood at the foot of the cross through her son's pain. She did not experience pain in childbirth. She did not know passion. She didn't conceive in the power of the Holy Spirit. But that pain, which she did not have in the birth of our Savior, she did at the foot of the cross. Her death was a very holy death. She did know pain of agony, but not too long. She had the pain in her heart of those people who did not dedicate themselves her son who died for them and gave us his beautiful heart his life the gospel yes it's about repentance the gospel has a lot of moral teaching about good and bad and evil just like the old testament but the main message of the gospel is a message of love. In the passion, death, and resurrection, he will raise us up on the last day. 
and Cain fell in mourning and he disappeared. Where do we suffer the most? It's easy to tell you. If you fall in love, say with a young lady, and you're truly in love with her, it's a painful thing. Such a desire is passion and painful. And you learn that well, married, and you have to suffer the difficulties of the married life. And hopefully, carefully. Often, people come to me, they want to get married. I'm sorry to choose marriages. I'm a monk. I don't need to marry difficult. I don't marry anybody. It's hard to marry people because they're so mesmerized with each other. You can talk to them for six months in preparation and they're just gaga over each other. I guess God does that because he wants children. So when I was in the parish, see me, and he had been married not quite a year, and he said to me, Father, my wife's pregnant. I said, yes, that's sort of normal, isn't it? You doing God's will? Well, I don't know my wife. How am I going to know this baby? I said, you have to accept both of them. And through life, you will learn who they are through suffering. Suffering brings love. Not because you're selfish and think about yourself and what you want, because you see difficulty in the people you love and lack of understanding. We come today our Mary, the help of mother. They need special help now because how many of their children are in difficulty because of a corrupt political system, a corrupt school system, and a church that's weak. hospital before they sent me to Alaska to be up on the ice cube there to take care of the stations, radar stations. And I went in to see this young man, and his wife was next to the bed, and he was dying. And all she could ask him is, do you love me? 
How selfish. She should have been praying for him that his heart be filled with the love of God. And she should have seen me standing there holding the Blessed Sacrament for a reason, to give him the food for the journey. How selfish, that woman. Do you love me? That's not prayer. It's selfish. The world is breathing with selfishness. And so it's in crisis. Christians are killing Christians. In Eastern Europe, cousins are killing each other. The Near East, terrible. The church is under great attack. Because they cannot say truly with their whole heart, we love Christ. St. Augustine said to Christ, Lady, I love thee. He says, I'm unselfish. I always preserve part of my heart for myself. We're not in love. I gave the priest retreat and saved last year to the priest. I didn't want to do that. But the bishop made it hard on me, said you have to do it. So I went over. I enjoyed being amongst them. I felt their suffering. I prayed to them and I said, I'm here to build you up, not to tear you down. To help you be holier. The only way we can be holier is to fill, pick up the sufferings of Jesus Christ in our hearts. To listen to his voice in our hearts. He hears his voice when he says to us, be still and know that I am God. And when we are still in our hearts, different stages of life, I told the priest, God talks to us in different ways. Moses didn't see God. He always saw his back parts, whatever that means. Jesus came amongst us and he said, they asked him, do we know the Father? Don't you know me? The instruments of the church are mystics tell us how we see God. We'll feel him in his wounds and love. We'll feel him in our suffering. We'll feel him when we really fall in love with our neighbor. And of course, in the liturgy of the church, the beauty of his house where he dwells. In a few moments, we'll have the Eucharistic prayer. And I remind you what you're receiving. 
Jesus Christ's body partakes of divinity in the Father and the Son. And where does he go to dwell while he's with you? In your heart, your own little personal church, which is consecrated when you're baptized and chrismated, just as his body. Do not forget the sacred moment. Do not doubt the voice you hear of God. Do not doubt that Our Lady in heaven, where she's gloriously enthroned, as it tells us in Apocalypse, beautiful white garments, a golden crown, a golden sash, and she's interceding, just like she did in John's Gospel for you. What's she praying for you? The love of God explodes in you and makes you the mystic that God has called you to. 